Um, we're gonna. Uh, I, I need some need some helpers. Uh, I need three helpers to be exact. And uh, oh boy, this is like the easiest Sunday to help me. Okay, you don't have to say very much. Uh, you don't have to do very much. I've got one, uh, two, and three. Go ahead, come on up. Carrie, funny story. You met my uh, my wife and my son in uh, a parking lot the other day. Did you know that? With your dog and uh, at, what's that? You were being good, and you know, and you know what you said? You you said uh, this like we should just have this conversation later, but we're gonna have it right now. You said um, you that you were supporting uh, the Chicago White Sox because your pastor was a fan of the White Sox, and my wife was like, my wife was like, wow, there's another pastor in Brentwood that that. <laughs> That loves the Chicago White Sox. It was super funny. So she hasn't hasn't met you yet, I don't think. Anyways, um, side side story. Now that you all got to hear a private conversation between between me and Carrie. All right, are you, uh, can you just put this on, uh, please? Even though it's a little bit awkward, but uh, I think it'll fit you well. Good. Okay. So um, you. No, not moving tables. Yeah. Okay. So um, uh, this might make you uncomfortable, but everybody say hi, God. Excellent. So don't panic about that, um, and uh, and and just just hang in there. Okay. So, um, oh, you get to be you. So uh, come on over here, you, and just stand right here, and uh, you can face them for now, please. Everybody say hi, you. <laughs> okay. You get to be others. Everybody say hi, others. Others, you can come stand over here. Watch out for all my objects. Um, just stand right here at this, uh, at the head of this uh, table right there. Let me just move stuff. Okay, and um, and God, just scoot over. <laughs> just scoot over. I'm gonna, I don't know. Just scoot over towards the podium for now. Yeah, sorry. Just uh, okay. Good. So, here's what we're gonna do. Um, uh, how many of you have heard of something called Jahira's window before? Anybody? Jahira's window. Oh, good, because I am not an expert in this, and I'm actually going to twist it just a little bit. But uh, Jairo's window is this, uh, is this thing that, um, that, that helps us to better understand um, our relationship with others. So it helps you to understand relationship, interpersonal relationship with others. And, and, and it also helps us to kind of understand our hearts. Jahira said that there are four different parts to our interpersonal relationships and to our relationships with one another. He said that there are uh, four different parts, if you will, to our heart. Okay. So um, we're just going to kind of jump right in and illustrate this and just stick with me. We're going to get to Psalm 139, and we're going to get to talking about God momentarily. So, um, so, so room number one, right? This is a, a house, right? It's divided into four different rooms in the house, four different quadrants. And, um, and, and, and so this is room number one. The whole thing is um, your heart, right? Your life, your relationship with one another. And so Jahira said that there are very often things that, um, that you know about yourself, um, but, and there are also things that others know about you. Right? So the stuff that you do out in public, uh, things that you say, the, the actions that you do, um, you know it and others also know it about you. Um, and, and maybe it's just something that you have revealed to others. It's something that uh, maybe they don't know, but you tell them about yourself. Right? So, um, so just to kind of illustrate this, um, you, um, can you please tell me what picture is, on, uh, is right there in room number one? Cookie crisp cereal because everybody knows that cookie crisp cereal is the best cookie crisp uh, is the best cereal. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyways, 
Okay, others, can you, uh, you can come all the way up to this point if you need to. Can you please tell me what is in room number one? Cookie crisp cereal, good. Um, you can uh, return to your spot there. So uh, everybody understand room number one? Right, everybody can see what's in room number one. Room number two is a bit different. Room number two is over here, and uh, these are things that you know about yourself, but others might not know about you. And, and here's the reason why, right? Because it's stuff that you do privately, um, or it's stuff that you haven't told and revealed uh, to others, okay? So um, just to illustrate it, uh, you can turn around, but, uh, and, and you can come all the way down to here if you need. Um, you can go all the way down to that corner as I kind of instructed before, but stay in line with the house, with the room. Good. Now, um, others, can you please tell me um, what is the picture located here in room number two? You can't see it. Weird. You should get your eyes checked. Um, you, can you please tell me what is in room number two? Lucky charms, because lucky charms are something that uh, we all love, but we don't really want to tell people that we love it, right? And so we eat that in private, and we, uh, we, we secretly ask for lucky charms to be delivered. Okay, so you can uh, return to your spots uh, there. Oh, room number three. Let me just scoot over here. I'm going to sneak by you. Room number three um, is where things start to get a little bit uncomfortable, uncomfortable. So room number three is like this. Um, others know something about you, and you don't know it about yourself. Um, sometimes others have that potential. They can see something in you. They can identify something in you that, um, that, that maybe you just weren't aware of before. They can kind of hold up that mirror so that you can see something in yourself or perceive something about yourself that you just couldn't see before. Um, and, and so um, uh, the, the task is, right, that others would gently, gently be able to communicate what is in this room so that this room could be known, perceived, right, understood. So um, you, uh, could you please tell me what picture is located in room number three? You don't know. Very interesting. Um, others, can you please tell me what is in room number three? Fruity pebbles. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so uh, I'm going to jump over this really tall house here, and uh, I'm going to move to room number four. Oh, everybody okay so far? Room number four. This is the, uh, the, probably the most uncomfortable and the most mysterious room, because this is a room where you um, don't know what's in this room, and others also don't know what's in this room. It's just something that hasn't been discovered yet. It is not understood yet. It can't be perceived yet. And so um, you, could you please, you could scoot all the way over there if you'd like. Could you please tell me uh, which cereal is uh, located in room number four? Can't see it. Uh, others, can you please locate what's in number four? Haven't a clue. That's very, it's going to just remain a huge mystery here. So um, you and others, uh, you can just return to your spots at the head of the table there. Here is the question. We're going to make the turn now, right, uh, from talking about sociology, psychology stuff. But you can Google this, right, and confirm that I'm not entirely making it up. Uh, here's the question. Here's the question. Where's God? Everywhere. Fancy church word, right? Everybody repeat after me. God is omnipresent. Omnipresent. We're going to make church folks out of us yet today. Omnipresent. That means that God is everywhere. He's in room number one. Is he in room number two? Is he in room three? Is he in room four? Fascinating detail. Um, what does God know? 
everything. Another fancy church word, omniscient. Everybody say omniscient. Yeah, I told you we're going to make church folk out of you, right? Uh, God is omnipresent and omniscient. So let me just read the words of Psalm 139 one more time, and then we're going to get God involved here. Okay, Psalm 139, just listen to this, right? Um, God is omniscient. You, O Lord, you have searched me and what? Known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Do you hear that? God is what? Omniscient. He knows everything. It's this great and deep theological truth, right, that God knows everything. He knows what's in every room, what's tucked in every corner, what's under the dressers in that room. Where shall I go from your spirit? Where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. God is omnipresent. He is everywhere. There's nowhere that he cannot go. There's no limit to what he knows. There's no limit to where he can be. God is omnipresent, and he is omniscient. Um, okay, God, uh, come on over. Uh, can you please um, tell me what is in room number one? Cookie crisp. Can you go and tell me what's in room number two, please? Or room number three. It doesn't matter. Fruity Pebbles, can you come around to room number two and tell me what's in room number two? Oh, I got to lift up the sheet here. Well, why don't you lift up the sheet? You're God. Tell me what's in room number two. <laughs> Lucky Charms. And uh, the great mystery is about to be revealed. Can you please uh, scoot around to room number four and tell me what's in room number four? Special K. Special K cereal. Okay. So here, here's the deal. Um, uh, here, here's the deal, right? God is omniscient. He is omnipresent. There is great theological truth, right? The, theology is, uh, is the study of God. So, so Psalm 139 just has incredible theology. Uh, it also has great application. Right at the end of the psalm, did you catch what the author said? This is King David speaking, right? King, uh, he's the best king, maybe the greatest king that Israel had ever known. And, and here's what he says. He says, search me and know my my heart. Search me and know my heart. This is something that you should be saying to others. It is. Why? <laughs> because others are able, oh dear, others are able to see things about us that we don't know. They're able to see things about our heart that, that maybe we're unaware of. And, and so, so, so this search me and know my heart, this is something that you should be saying 
to others. Re remember last week what we said? Let me just kind of bring this back uh, ever so quickly. Last week we said um, that, that our hearts, right, in Scripture, it's not usually a positive thing, right? Our, our hearts uh, meaning, yes, emotions and, uh, and, and yes, the, the organ that keeps life going. But this is also uh, like your brain is wrapped up in your heart uh, somehow or another. Um, and, uh, and, and, and there are evil things that come from the heart, right? This is what it says uh, in Scripture. Uh, Deuteronomy says uh, that your heart needs to be circumcised. Uh, it means that there are things in your heart that are not good, uh, things in your heart that are not right, and they need to be cut off. They need to be removed. Uh, Book of Psalms uh, says, hey, that your heart needs to be purified, right? It needs to be cleaned. Uh, the book of Jeremiah says that your heart is deceitful above all else. Um, Jesus himself says that evil things come from the heart. L just listen to this again. For it is from within, out of a person's heart, that evil things come. Sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and defile a person. So, so just think about this, right? Um, th this is why community... This is why relationships are so massively important. Um, so, so that we can trust others and be vulnerable with others, and, and then our hearts can begin to experience healing. Um, sometimes we have things like, like sexual immorality or, um, or, or greed in our life, and we know it but we don't tell anybody about it. And, and, and so we keep it hidden. And the reality then is that that unhidden, uh, that unrevealed sin is gonna just stay hidden for the rest of your life. And what this does is it invites us to say, hey, search me and know my heart. And so we're able to tell others, we're encouraged to tell others so that others can help us, so that others can encourage us, so that others can check in. Hey, how is that thing that you're struggling with, that sin that you're dealing with, how is that going? And, and all of a sudden we've got a teammate. All of a sudden we've got somebody else on our side that's also trying to help us address those things like sexual immorality or, or greed. And then other times there are things like, like pride in our life or, or, I don't know, take any of the other ones. Um, or, or maybe we, we talk slanderously, right? We talk badly about other people. And, and, and those things are in, you know, this room. And, and we don't even know that we're doing those kinds of things, but we are. And so, so the task is, right, that when we're in healthy relationships with one another, others are able to sort of bring those things up gently and in love and say, hey, this... This thing in this room, you just need to be aware of this, right? Search me and know my heart. Uh, it's a call for us to be in, in healthy relationships with one another and in love, be addressing the different things in our different rooms um, so that our hearts can be healed, so that our hearts can be pulled closer to God, um, so, so that we can be more and more like Jesus every day of our life. Everybody track with me? I'm not asking if you're comfortable. <laughs> I'm asking if you're tracking with me. Everybody track with me? Here's the deal. I have no idea where I'm at in my notes. Um, okay, so, so we want to be able to say this um, to, to each other, but, but just look at this, right? Here's what King David actually said. It's on the screen. 
Search me what? Oh God, and know my heart. Um, it's important for us to be in relationship and be asking others um, a, a exactly what they see in us and, and, and be asking others to help us with the things in our heart and in our life. But, but just see this, right? The perspective of others is still limited. They aren't God. They can't see what's in room number four, just like you can't. Um, and, and guess what? Um, others still have a sinful perspective. And so the things that they see, they're still seeing with, with, with eyes that are just inherently selfish, uh, a, a what's in it for me kind of perspective. They don't mean to do it, but their hearts are messed up just like your heart is messed up. And so, so we want to be, we, we be in relationship and we want to be asking, hey, search me and know my heart, but, but we don't want to stop there. And we want to go to that next space and we want to say, search me, oh God. And know my heart. If we want to continue that process of sanctification, right, where God is pulling our hearts away from worldly things, where God is pulling our hearts um, away from the profane and moving us towards him, oh man, then, then we want to pray this prayer. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Um, if we really believe that God is great, Right? Let me give you the definition of greatness again. Right? It means that, that God is unusual or considerably more in degree or power or intensity. In other words, he is omniscient and omnipresent. If we really believe that God is great, then we'll pray this confidently and expectantly. We'll turn to God and we'll say, God, search, my, search me and know my heart. Um, if we really believe that God is gracious, then we'll turn to God with this prayer. The fact that God is gracious means that whatever is in any of these rooms, guess what? He is going to forgive. <laughs> there is nothing in, look at me, right? There is nothing in room number three that's going to stop him from loving you. Nothing. There is nothing in room number four that's going to stop him from loving you. Nothing. Right? There is no block, nothing to stop his love. And in fact, what he's going to do is he is going to bring these things forward in love so that he can come alongside of you and say, hey, look, let's work on this together. <laughs> hey, let's, let's put this on the table so that this thing can be removed from your life. It doesn't stop me from loving you. It doesn't stop me from being in relationship with you. Right? If we believe that God is gracious, there's nothing that can stop him from loving us. Then we'll pray this prayer. Search me, O God and know my heart. If we believe that God is good, um, then, then we'll, we'll turn to God with this prayer. If we believe that God is good um, and, and, that, and that he wants us to experience joy and satisfaction, then we'll turn to God with this prayer. See, see here's the deal. Um, that there are things in this room, right, that are going to be a block to your joy and your satisfaction. There are things in this room that are going to be a block to your joy and your satisfaction and things in this room and undiscovered things in that room that block the full joy and satisfaction that God has planned for you. And so if we believe that God is good and that he wants us to experience joy and satisfaction, 
then we will turn to God and we'll pray, search me, O God, and know my, my heart. Um, my, my hope for you, right, is that, is that you'll, you'll be in relationship with others and that you won't be afraid to be vulnerable. Now, you won't be afraid to say, hey, here's, here's the stuff in my heart that I need help with. I need a teammate. I need somebody else to help me um, live more and more like Jesus every day. But, but even more than that, I, I hope that you'll actually turn to God with this prayer. That you'll turn to God and say, oh God, search me and know my heart. And that you'll trust in his greatness to reveal. That you'll trust in his grace to forgive that you'll trust in his goodness to bring you a joy and satisfaction like you've never had before. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's just pray together. Oh Lord, my God, our Father, um, our King, would you, would you search us out? Would you, um, would you know our heart? Would you, in your kindness and in your love, show us the things that you see? Uh, would you reveal to us what you see? Would you continue that process of reforming our heart? of loving us too much to leave us where we are. Uh, we don't have to be afraid to, to pray this. Um, we, we don't have to wonder what you'll do. Today we can just confidently and boldly come to you and say, oh God, search me and know my in the name of Jesus, all God's people said, amen.